0: It's time for the powermazoo.com podcast with interviews and analysis of your Missouri Tigers. Now, here's your host, Gabe DiArmond. Welcome back to the powermazoo.com podcast. It is the last day of February. It is icing outside and snowing and it's going to do more of that because we now live in Montreal, so uh good there. We did a lot of show prep this week. Mitchell Forty here has the football depth chart in front of him. Um I asked you guys on Twitter what we could talk about, so that's the extent of the show prep. Uh, what do you want to not talk about least, Mitchell?
1: Well, I, I got to first st- say that our our Twitter followers really didn't come through this week. I mean, the, the suggestions just weren't great. Way too much about actual <laughs> Mizzou sports. Which, right. if we were going to talk about that, we would have <clears throat> we would have brought on someone who uh, who knew something. But you know, as it is, uh, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk a lot of spring football. I think. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I hope you have something yeah. planned.
0: I mean, suggestion for the future. If I ask what to talk about on the podcast, we're looking for general grabassery. Yes. I, I, I'm I'm not interested in spending thirty minutes uh talking about the spring football depth chart or really the basketball game that I've now seen seventeen times in a row. Right. Um so yeah, basketball happened and, and that's all that is. Um Missouri is going to play 12 players on defense that was the big news we got out of Barry Odom's uh deal yesterday
1: yeah yeah he apparently once in his coaching career already got away with it when he was the coach at Rockbridge he put 12 guys in for a goal line stand and no one caught him so I uh, watch out he could be he could have been cheating this whole time
0: yeah I've watched a lot of high school football and frankly I think most high school teams should be allowed to have 12 players on the field on defense yeah I mean it it, might make
1: it better It would, yeah maybe I don't know (laughs) I wouldn't probably have not noticed if I was covering the game
0: (laughs) so I but look the depth chart is out and first of all it means nothing because it doesn't include any of these guys who are going to get here in the in the fall um we'll get another depth chart at SEC media days I doubt we'll get one before then uh I I did appreciate, though, and I know you pointed this out and so did some other people, like thank you for listing Kelly Bryant as the starting quarterback <laughs> yeah. and not making us go through this this charade that, hey, he starts at the bottom like everybody else and yeah. he's going to have to win the job.
1: Yeah, no, that that was kind of interesting. Like, everyone else who's a newcomer was listed at the bottom of the depth chart, but Odom made a point of saying, except Kelly, he's our starter. And, and I think that's part of one of the things he talked about a lot yesterday was the fact that he has to kind of re-recruit everyone with one year of eligibility left. And he said... He hasn't relaxed one bit on, on, you know, pitching Kelly Bryant to Missouri, even though he's already here. I think that's part of it. Obviously, he was going to start no matter what. But you just remove any doubt and just say, "This is your team. We're, you know, we're going to work with you to, uh, to, to, you know, do whatever you it is you want to do, win games, get to the get you to the NFL."
0: And we'll talk to a, a few of those seniors hopefully on Sunday after practice. I, I'm just going to ask all of them, "Who have you heard from?" and and you know, "What are you doing?" But I really. Don't get the impression that they're all that concerned about anybody leaving. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, I'm sure there'll be you know two or three guys leave, but that happens every year. Right. Uh, you and know, there have to be. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah, they have too many guys on the roster right now, and so yeah. I mean, you know, if if you clear out one or two guys who wasn't gonna feel see the field anyway, that's fine. Um. And, but yeah, no. I mean, uh, Odom said yesterday that he doesn't expect uh anyone to to transfer, and I mean, you know, I. I think we we said before on here shortly after the sanctions came out like it it really just it wouldn't make a ton of sense I don't think for a senior to to go somewhere else unless he wasn't going to play here because you know at that that point you gotta worry about you know getting a you you almost have to be like guaranteed a starting spot if you're say someone you have
0: to be Kelly Bryant yeah if you say
1: you're someone like Cale Garrett like you're not going to go anywhere else that like the the defense is basically built around him at this point you're not going to go anywhere else where you have a guarantee of as much playing time here I mean he's going to play every snap this year and you know you know you're not going to go anywhere else that i think showcases you better with coaches who already know you
0: Uh, yeah and you're at least not going to go anywhere else where you're guaranteed to be a starter and on a good team yeah yeah. like a team that's better than missouri is going to be next year is not going to be able to guarantee you hey you're our starting middle linebacker jonathan johnson you're our starting wide receiver and the only reason you'd go somewhere else is to go to a bowl game. Anybody that that's the situation I don't think is guaranteed of a bowl game.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, uh, the example that has been brought up a lot, Tennessee, that that Barry Odom kind of publicly mentioned. I mean, they didn't go to a bowl game last year. I'd expect they'll be a little bit improved, but it's far from a guarantee. You know, they play a tough schedule. So.
0: Yeah, and um, so, yeah, that's happening. Spring football is coming up. I have long said spring football is largely – there are some important things. Look, you have a new quarterback, a different style of quarterback. The offense is going to be different. So it kind of matters. More than anything, like spring football is 15 days to make sure nobody got arrested. Yeah. I I, I mean, that's, that's three hours a day for 15 days that the coaches can actually see the players and they know they're not getting in trouble. And, you know, these offseason workouts, every team does them at like 6 a.m. now. Well, there's one reason. They want to make sure the kids didn't go out and get drunk and do something (laughs) dumb the night before. Like, that's why they do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I actually, I mean, like, I'm admittedly somewhat looking forward to spring football just because, you know, it gives us – some some stuff to write about and we're gonna have we've talked about this we're gonna have a little bit more access to the to the players and coaches this year which is exciting but for those of you just I'm gonna try to ward this off in advance and it won't work don't ask us like how so-and-so looked in practice or how the offense looked in practice or how the defense looked in practice because like that's not the point of spring football it's just not I mean everyone gets like the same number of reps they almost never do like you know, first team against first team, and if they do, we're not supposed to report like you know formation specifics or anything like that. It just gives us the chance to catch up with a lot of the guys on the roster, and you know, find some stories that we didn't already know, and you know, maybe there's like you know a position change or two that we can report. But for the most part, it's just for us, it's a chance to to kind of get to know some of these guys on the roster and, and write some stories about
0: them. And, and way back when, when we did have full access the first time around, like especially in fall camp, we would write. I, I mean, we I would write about individual plays, and this kid looked good, and then ask about him, and so you could form some judgments. But what it also then led to was, well, this wide receiver looks good, so are our defensive backs terrible? Yeah. You know, I mean, if somebody – they're playing each other. So if one side looks good, the other side looks bad. Um, I did think it was interesting that Odom said yesterday, Andy Hill is still going to coordinate the special teams. But we're all going to have input because we got to be better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he certainly wasn't shy about saying that the special teams weren't where they needed to be last season, which, you know, anyone who watched a game knows. Uh, He said it would be all hands on deck.
0: Any game, really. It wasn't a specific game you had to
1: watch. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So he said it will be all hands on deck, I assume. Kind of different coaches will have, uh, you know, a little bit more, you know, responsibility with different aspects of it. Like you know, Brad Davis with the the blocking for the field goal and punt units, and probably you know, Cornell Ford. I know has done some work with the returners. Like they'll probably have more input in the in those areas, and and Andy Hill will just kind of oversee it all. Yeah. Um, we have the one of the this is this is how you know it's a thrilling spring. We have a punter controversy. Yes. Uh, currently Tucker McCanns listed as the starting punter. We'll see what and, happens there. And
0: Barry Odom really <laughs> seemed to end Kate, like he's not going to be our starting
1: punter. Yeah, so that's 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 how you know it's a, a thrilling time for us. We <laughs> took one minute to talk about the punter.
0: So um, okay, real quick before we get into just wasting time for 25 minutes, uh, the women's basketball team has senior day this weekend. I mean, it is kind of a Sophie Cunningham, Sierra Porter. This is a big deal. I mean, those are the building blocks of Robin. What whatever Robin Pinchton has built or is going to build here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean, just kind of Sophie Cunningham's last game in Columbia and the Cunningham family's last game in Columbia, I think, will be notable. I mean, you know, they—that—that's that, obviously been a huge part of of you know putting fans in in the seats for that team is just the the local appeal and having these local players who the fans are familiar with and you know the the Cunningham family knows everyone in Columbia, so they'll have a massive support group there on Saturday. I'm sure I'll be interested or Sunday, to see. Even. Oh yeah, I mean Sunday. they might show up. Whatever. Saturday. Same idea. Yeah, but yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to see just kind of the reception they get and, and how those two local players handle it. And it, it also is a somewhat important game, as I think yeah. all of these games are for, for the women's team at this point for seating. So, uh, yeah. We'll
0: and uh, men's basketball plays South Carolina on Saturday. Like, look, at this point, they can't get out of the bottom four. Uh, they'll have a difficult time following below 12. Like, they're the 12th seed in the SEC yeah. tournament. That's just what it is.
1: You know, I actually, at this point, I, I was looking at the SEC tournament bracket schedule the other day, and now all I all I want is them to not somehow work their way up to 11th. Because they because played the late 12, game? 12-13 game is before, and I right. do not want to watch a game that starts I, at 9 p.m. on Wednesday night.
0: <laughs> I, it, I have covered that 11-14, 9 p.m. game. Uh, that and actually one of the coolest things that ever happened happened in yeah. that game yes. when Kim Anderson, you know, uh, addressed the, the addressed the television audience right. on the way off the court. Yes, which brings me to the only thing I really did want to talk about uh, related to Missouri basketball. I like look. I'm here for flipping the one finger salute to the Florida <laughs> fans on national television. Like I get it's a bad look and Conzo Martin probably hated it. I laugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure the coaching staff hates it because you have to. I could honestly, I could almost see Kanto at that point being like a little <laughs> like, amused as laughing. well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can't. I, obviously, you know Jeremiah Tillman didn't start the next game. Probably right. Whatever. But yeah, right. for like the people who are saying like you know we need a public apology or he should be suspended, like it's not that big of a deal. Like he he had had a, a frustrating game. It's not like I mean you know there's so many worse things in college sports right like- now. Uh, it it was also the the just the lack of like emotion in his face just very nonchalant just flipped yes. it up there that was i think what made it best of all
0: i mean i i don't think he viewed it as a super offensive gesture no it's just yeah. like here's what i have to say um <laughs> but look like old miss fans are throwing crap on the floor last night yeah. like, that's way worse than a middle yeah, finger Yeah,
1: definitely yeah that was wild actually the 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 Missouri fans, now you if you didn't see that game, you can check out the highlights or go see what Ole Miss fans are saying. You're not the only ones who are getting screwed by the SEC refs.
0: Well, and here's the amazing <laughs> part about that. So that game, Ole Miss fans are convinced the SEC refs are in the bag for Tennessee literally like three days before Tennessee fans are convinced the refs are in the bag for LSU. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, they're just trying to throw everyone off their scent at this point. That's clear.
0: It would be so incredibly confusing to be an official and try to figure out every morning, who am I making win this game tonight? (laughs) Like I would get confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I
1: don't know. I, I don't really want to go into it, but yes, it, I I I'm sure there are people out there who have worked this into their plan. It all makes sense to them now. There's the refs. It's probably Tennessee fans are like, now the refs are just they're trying to they're trying to make up for it. They're trying to throw everyone off their scent because that one guy took a picture with an LSU shirt like 15 years ago. Right. So,
0: all right. So look, I it, you guys went through the trouble of tweeting at us about what we should talk about. Now, as Mitchell said, you didn't really do a very good job. I, I mean that, that's just that's just being honest but we got nothing else to talk about so I'm gonna run through some of these um talk about Cohen and North Korea I personally would like to keep the dozen or so listeners we have <laughs> and not talk about that yeah um, also, I'm, I'm not, I, think we're I don't know're clear of po- all po- political talk right it really any tweet that says talk about North Korea <laughs> I'm probably not ever gonna do that um complain about movies um Apparently the Oscars were last weekend. Hmm. I didn't watch them, don't yeah, care. I haven't watched many movies I don't watch lately. Movies?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think if I if I have a complaint. I really don't. I'll I'll, I'll think about it.
0: Okay. Um do you think Conzo has fallen short in any coaching areas this year? Like I feel like we've kind of beaten this to death. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't think Conzo is John Wooden. I don't think he's like a top 5 coach in America. Uh I think the you know blame him for nothing and there's no coach in america i'd rather have that's a little over the top one direction but like i don't know let him coach a season where his guys don't get hurt yeah
1: no yeah. it's them. just we're just i mean you just i know no one likes to do this uh in today's media climate but we just gotta we gotta wait and see and i mean he the school is going to he's here for yeah. the next four years basically for sure so minimum
0: yeah and yeah. like next year judge away Mm-hmm. I, I'm all on board with that. In his third year, Mike Anderson won 31 basketball games and went to the Elite Eight. You're three soon enough. Mm-hmm. Y- you can do that. So, judge away next year. Um, send me your hot takes in, you know, February of 2020. 2020, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Okay. Outside of Kansas, what Big 12 rivalry do you miss? And, you know, I, I watched uh, – I watched about the first 30 minutes of KU and K-State on Monday night until it became kind of not a game. Mm-hmm. And I really did. I sat there the whole time and go, I miss, like, good college – and not good college basketball. Like, the SEC has good teams. Mm-hmm. I, the Big 12 isn't better basketball. It was just way more fun because it's way more important to people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that like, you know, the Big 12 has, you know, a little bit more – Football fan, or uh, basketball fan fans. Uh, yeah. SEC's football country, and while while the and league baseball. has yeah, and while the league has gotten better, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, something something about like kind of the way it's set up, where teams the teams are all playing each other twice right now, and like every team is on the bubble. It's, I've watched yeah. a lot of Big Twelve basketball this year just because it's it's been relatively entertaining. Also, I'm going off on a tangent because that we have nothing because but time can, to kill. Yeah. Did you watch at any of the end of the Oklahoma State-Texas Tech game last night?
0: I did not. I was on Twitter, and, like, everything blew up. Yeah. I got, like, 19 straight tweets about some kid I'd never Lindy, heard of. Lindy. Lindy Waters.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I had, I have watched no Oklahoma State basketball this year, but turned it on because it was close. Lindy Waters third. The third generation Excellent. of Waters is to name their child Lindy. <laughs> yeah. He hit four threes in the last 53 seconds, including one at the buzzer to send the game into overtime. Oklahoma State lost, but it was right. incredible. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I mean, the dude couldn't miss. They were all, like, off the dribble, off bounce. The last one crossed over, then went through his legs and was, like, falling down and hit it. And he's the greatest player I've ever seen.
0: I am I am shocked that Texas Tech actually won that game because I fully expected everything to line up for KU to win the Big 12 again. Yeah. But I, but it's like, I, people will get mad about what we're saying about SEC basketball versus Big Twelve. But like, run through this league. Okay, Kentucky cares.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Arkansas, uh, they care about basketball. kind of like yeah. Missouri and Tennessee do. Yeah. Like, it when they're good, that's mm-hmm. a fan base that that cares. Vanderbilt, I think, wants to care.
1: Yeah, you know, but that's a, a different team. fan base.
0: Yeah. Nobody in the, nobody else in this league cares about basketball.
1: Yeah. Tennessee, like, I mean, they I Right, no, care I mentioned recently. Tennessee yeah, okay, with
0: yeah. Arkansas, and, but yeah. like you know, Florida yeah, they won back-to-back national titles and that was cool, but they cared more about the spring game. Yeah. Um, Alabama doesn't care. No. Auburn doesn't care. No. Old Miss the Mississippi schools don't – look at Mississippi State. They have an NCAA tournament team. There were 7,000 people there.
1: Yeah, no, those schools don't care.
0: So I want to turn on a game and see, like, this crazy packed environment like Allen Fieldhouse was on Monday night, and you just don't see that in this league. Even Rupp Arena, honestly, I don't feel like it's like that because it's yeah. so huge. It's huge. It's
1: the thing. Yeah, it's massive. You don't get quite the sense of, uh, of, of just, like, people jammed in there.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't mean that SEC basketball – can't be good, and and I, I've come to the conclusion because I've had a lot of people this week tell me college basketball is unwatchable. Now the funny part is they're all telling me that while because watching the game. Yeah, but college basketball is the most partisan sport that we have. Like, I will still watch the NFL playoffs if the Chiefs aren't in it. I I can watch a, a random college football game on Saturday if the team i'm following isn't good i pay zero attention to college basketball yeah i might be a
1: little i mean i i might be a little different just cuz being from kentucky we cared a lot about college basketball and i actually i've i've been pleased the last two nights have been just kind of half watching some games there's been a lot of uh, close finishes a lot of good games i also though can see a lot of the reasons why people are upset with it mainly the last minute of a game takes roughly 35 minutes of real right. time but but yeah i mean like you know it's just i don't know for one uh the it's harder to to kind of follow you know individual players because you have so many guys coming and, and going would be it via, via transfer or the one and done rule and also yeah I mean like just right now you know I I'm sure a lot of the people you're hearing from like me are Missouri fans and the teams just it's right. not only is it not very good it's just like not very interesting to watch and honestly
0: seventy five percent of college basketball games I know who's gonna win before yeah, the game starts yeah so
1: yeah I mean I don't know I uh I like it I I've, I've been pleased to to kind of i'm getting into you know march mode now watch watch starting to watch getting ready to to pick all the the minor conferences for the jerome pool that should be thrilling but uh yeah i don't know i mean march madness will be fun but before that i know that's it's not really a sport that that interests a ton of people right now see
0: that for me always used to be like starting with like i would watch the southern conference tournament (laughs) like championship week and that first week into the ncaa tournament those were the best two weeks in sports and I don't. I kind of almost forget that Selection Sunday is now like 18 days away. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, not that we have a lot of reason to necessarily pay attention to Selection Sunday this year. Um, but to answer the actual question, I don't miss particularly. Like, I don't sit here and go, "Man, I wish Missouri played Oklahoma in basketball or Iowa State in football." Yeah. I, other than KU basketball, like I don't miss a specific game. I just liked Big Twelve. I still like Big Twelve basketball better. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, do you think the NCAA sanctions on Mizzou will be lifted? We can't answer that anymore. Yeah, no we idea. We don't have any idea. Um, does the current season on Mizzou hoops impact recruits? I mean, it, look, you sell two things in recruiting. Either number one is we're good, come mm-hmm. help us stay that way. Or we're not very good, come, come help play. us get that
1: way. Come play right away. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so, you know, I they'll, they'll get some guys, um, how should MU fans celebrate KU's streak coming to an end? First of all, I don't think yeah. it's
1: going to. Easy, easy there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. But second, like, don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know. I maybe mean,
1: watch the game if you want to. They're, yeah. I don't know. Let's throw, see the other team win and, and smile.
0: Throw a snarky tweet, drive to Lawrence, <laughs> shake a box score in Bill Self's face, maybe. But
1: I don't know if that <laughs> might even be pushing it. But yeah, <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I don't know that that really needs to be. Celebrated,
0: yeah. Um, okay, I made a bet that Javon Pickett starts. In oh, the yeah. Final this was this was this Mizzou. was this was a good one. I'll let you go
1: first. Yeah, I. I mean, my initial reaction uh, was. Hmm. I didn't think Javon right. Ticket was one of the more likely players to transfer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it says four Missouri. Oh, does
1: it? I thought yeah. it just said starts a Final no. Four game. It, uh Yeah. I mean, I would. I would bet I mean, against that one then.
0: Look, the Final Four in its yeah. current form has been around since 1939, and yeah. Missouri's never been in it. Yeah. So, could they go in the next three years? Sure, but I, probably not. It's likely. not a
1: smart bet. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, I hope I, you got great odds.
1: Yeah. I. I don't. I you know like we said i i don't know what what the future is going to hold for this team i expect they'll be better we'll we'll be able to talk a lot more at this time next year about you know the direction of the program but like yeah yeah, making a final four is very hard it's Uh, it's it's never been done here like it's just yeah
0: i think they'll be better next year but like i think people are overboard on how much but like this this idea that this is a surefire ncaa tournament team next year i don't have any idea where that would come from?
1: No, I, I mean I could see them making the tournament, but right, I could just to, yeah, just to see easily see them missing. I mean, they need they have to get another impact big big man. They have to, and, um, it, and Trey Jackson could be that guy. But I think that's I mean, it's just it's not very likely from a true freshman. I know he's a year older than most, but it, that's counting on a lot. And even if, even with him, you probably need to bring in someone else to provide a little depth there.
0: And, and look, if they're sitting here on this day next year at like fourteen and fourteen. Like it's fair to start asking some real difficult questions at that point, right? I mean, like you said, Conzo's I mean, here for four years.
1: Yeah. But I assume. So. I mean, you never know. This needs to be
0: but... a postseason basketball team in some form.
1: Next yeah, year. yeah, I would think so. I mean, like you know, it's always possible. Like I don't know, someone else gets dr- dramatically injured or something like that. But yes, yeah, well, so, I mean, yeah. you, you want to start seeing progress, and I think you know, you can tell people are hungry for it because, like you said, we have all this talk of next year. And mm-hmm. but but yeah, no, I mean, next year, regardless, I don't think next year is the the final four year for Javon Pickett. I think no. the, I, I mm-hmm. think if it's gonna happen, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a couple years down the line.
0: Okay, so I actually like this one. Can you discuss the idea? How popular the idea of Shakespeare's offering breakfast pizza on weekend mornings would be, and which beer would pair best? Like, wow, I—that's a good idea. They should yeah. do that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't s- love breakfast pizza, but I would eat it.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean. Throw some of that pepper jack cheese that Shakespeare's has on there. I would eat almost oh. anything. That stuff's incredible. Yes, um, pepper jack cheese. You, you were going to write a whole story on one of their pizzas it. yesterday. Didn't have, but we had our sit down with, with Barry Odom at Shakespeare's yesterday, and I did declare that if they served the Pandas Pepper Pizza, which is the best pizza at Shakespeare's, that I would just write about that and not about what Barry Adam said because I would be too busy enjoying my Pandas Pepper Pizza. <laughs> I've never had it. What, oh, you should get it. What is it? It's just like everything with the word pepper in it like pepper jack cheese, pepperoni, green pepper, vanilla green pepper. banana pepper, jalapeno pepper. I think that's it.
0: That sounds pretty good. It was very good. I like that. Um, Okay, let's see. Well, one guy did want us to talk about the boundary position. I know you were fired up about that.
1: (laughs) I just want to talk about the bandit position. I know that's not what it's called, (laughs) but I'm a big fan of it. I'm probably going to continue to refer to it as the bandit. I'm sure a lot of other people will, too, and it'll be a big source of consternation for Barry Odom all season.
0: And I want to just come up with new names for every position. You (laughs) know, like – I. They're, like, I know a lot of teams have a rover. Yeah. I don't know what he does, but yeah. I'd like to call a, a player on Missouri the rover.
1: Certain teams, you know, like they, they have other positions, but they'll use someone as the spy. I like that. Yes. The uh, there's
0: a wildcat, and I understand that doesn't normally apply when the quarterback is on the field, but I might just call somebody a wildcat. <laughs> sure,
1: sure. Maybe someone calls someone like the officer. I don't know.
0: <laughs> People will read our stories and have no idea what happened. Why did the wildcat have 87 yards rushing? Well, he just did. Yeah. Um, Okay, Sean Davis wanted to come on and talk about the St. Louis Blues. I only mentioned Sean by name because at one point there was a policy in the sports information department that if your name appeared in print, you had to buy the office donuts the next morning. So I'm hoping that extends to podcasts. Wow, that would be pretty great, actually. Yeah, I, mean, I don't we, want we to don't, talk about the Blues at we all. We don't have
1: an office, but he he knows where to find us. So he could take some donuts. Could
0: could you name a St. Louis Blue? No. Oh well, maybe. I could.
1: I, my roommate's a big Blues fan. Uh. Let me think. Oh, Tarasenko. That guy's okay. a blue.
0: I'll go a step further. I don't know that I could name an NHL player. Uh, <laughs> I, I
1: I think I could only know. Is, does Sidney Crosby still play? I think so. I'm not sure, okay. though. I really don't know.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to Google that after this podcast. This is the best podcast we've ever done. Um, Austin Kim is disappointed he wasn't on the podcast. Uh, Jay Tate's tweeting me about soccer moms. <laughs> that
1: doesn't yeah need to be addressed.
0: <laughs> um, Somebody wants us to talk about baseball uh they play that's
1: they play on the road yeah in arkansas, arkansas somebody or other I think. yes somewhere in arkansas
0: yeah one of the arkansas schools so we did want, that. might get iced out <laughs> um if your buddy asked you a recommendation of what to do in columbia on a random non-game day saturday what would you tell him first of all i would tell him to stay inside because at this point there's probably ice outside every yeah. saturday until the end of time yeah it
1: kind of depends it d- definitely depends on the time of year for that one uh also just kind of like who who your friends are and like what you all are into. I don't know. There's there's I mean, a fair amount of options around here. It's
0: probably going to involve alcohol. Oh yeah, almost
1: certainly. But yeah. like you know, you could be in nature.
0: I mean, it's <laughs> just like go honestly, on. without Mizzou, like it's just kind of a town. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. If somebody comes to Columbia, there's nothing that you say. Oh, you got to oh, yeah, You no. got to. I mean, this. it's
1: mostly centered around the university or like the you know the the bars or like.
0: Right. Or like I don't know. you can go on the trail. and Yeah, the trail's fine. Uh, There's a river. You can go on a lot of trails. (laughs) Yeah. You know, anywhere. So, I don't know. We've – Play golf,
1: but you can also do that anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. I'm Um, I'm out of my You know,
0: I might say, I don't know, drive to St. Louis or Kansas City. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I'm pretty impressed we managed to get to 26 minutes, honestly, talking about absolutely nothing. Uh, Basketball Saturday, women's basketball Sunday, spring football practice Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. So you started working for us a little over a year ago, right about this time. And we're back in that, that time of year where kind of right after you started, I remember having to tell you frequently, like, trust me, it's going to get busier than this. Like, there will be things to do. So yeah. there just aren't this time of year when basketball is not. Right. Yeah, last playing.
1: year we had, the, we had the, you know, the, the Porter fever. Right, right about this time, actually, it was, you know, the the – is he gonna play today? Watch, which was thrilling, but uh, but yeah, that, no, that was right about every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, um, you know, they're now that now that we've been through a a football season and somewhat of a basketball season, it's it's a little more welcome to ha- to have a little break, and we will have a lot from spring football. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, assuming that this uh, this open availability policy continues, we should should be able to crank out a lot of stories. So, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, so you'll have that. Um, I think we deserve – what are the podcast awards called? Do they have those?
1: I don't know, the potties or something.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think we deserve like a podcast dundee for managing to stretch this 28 minutes. Um, I hope you listened. Uh, We will have better podcasts in the future. The NFL Combine's going on. We should have mentioned that, which is part of the reason I had reached out to representatives for Emmanuel Hall and a couple of the guys there hoping to get them on the podcast, and that may happen over the next few weeks, but obviously this week they're busy. I think the offensive linemen are doing interviews. The on field uh, workouts actually start tomorrow, I yeah. think. Um, Kyler, I've never seen more people excited <laughs> about a guy being 5'10, 207 pounds yeah. than they were for Kyler Murray today.
1: We also dropped the ball by not talking about Drew Locke's tiny hands. People are freaking yeah. out about it. I don't, I don't, I've never seen it be an issue on the field, but. Goodness! What it, are we gonna do?
0: Right. Speaking of hand size, so they tweeted out Kendall Blanton's measurements, yeah. and one of his hands is five eighths of an inch bigger than the other hand. Like really? that's oh, a I weird that. genetic thing. right? Yeah,
1: that's kind of crazy. I no mean, my days. hands
0: are, now, they're pretty you know, much now identical. We're both
1: doing this, I think, I think mine are the same too. That is five eighths is like a decent. You yeah, know, that's a good. That's a decent amount of size. Hmm. So if he wow. makes
0: any one-handed catches, they should be with, be with his left
1: hand. Okay, was it his left hand? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but he, wonder you know, if he's left-handed. I, he should I make know. him. He should make himself yeah. left-handed.
0: He he did measure in though at like almost six seven, two hundred and sixty-two pounds. Like I could see somebody making Kendall Blanton an offensive lineman.
1: Yeah, I mean now uh, he
0: can catch. He's a good athlete. I mean, so there's, maybe not. there's
1: definitely, but there's. I mean, there's a role for a you know a primarily blocking tight end who yeah. who catches a pass every now and again. Virgil Green comes to mind.
0: He he had an eighty-one and seven-eighths inch wingspan, which I mean, you're like six six, so. I, yeah. Do you I'm, have any idea what your wingspan is?
1: Uh, I'm about. I'm. A, I'm pretty certain that I'm. My wingspan is the same or an inch longer than my height. So about six six.
0: So about like seventy three inches. Uh, seventy. Seventy nine. Yeah, seventy no, nine. That's 79. not bad. Yeah. Uh, my wingspan. I should be in the combine. I don't really have a wingspan. <laughs> no, I have more of just like a wing.
1: I should be. I'd kill it at today. Measure, measurables day. They'd be impressed. And then we'd have <laughs> then you we'd have leave? like the bench and the running and everyone yeah. would be like, oh, no.
0: everybody would be like, what happened to that Ford kid? He looked real good on day one. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, we, we got to 30 minutes. That's all we can do. Um We'll be back, I think, next week. I'm not going to promise you, but uh at this point, the plan is to be back next week. So, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you then.